Hello and welcome to the Access Baseball Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Masana. Once again, we're filming live tonight from Showtime Athletics in Holbrook, New York. We're joined by, by a very special guest, Jack Quinlan. Jack is a senior at Sayville High School. He's committed to Army. Uh, first, we're going to uh, get a quick message from our sponsors before we jump into our interview. No matter the level of play you're at, everybody wants to be their best. Elite-level athletes have a team around them to help them excel in every facet of the game. If you've ever wondered how you can have the same level of attention that the world-class athletes do, but without breaking the bank, then the Vitality Center is your answer. Their team of specialists can get you back in the game quickly and safely and keep you at your best throughout the season. Their holistic one-stop shop approach can address the physical and mental parts of the game to help you gain the edge you need to compete with the best. Conveniently located in Comac, New York, right off the LIE in Northern State, the Vitality Center is ready for you. To learn more, go to vitalitycenterli.com or give them a call at 631-864-2784. All right, Jack, so um, let's talk about the 2021 season for Sayville. You guys, okay. um, you know, were the reigning champs, even though it was, was two years ago. Yeah. So you guys entered the season with the target on your back and as far as the Class A schools go. And by all me measures, you guys had a good good season, but ultimately came up short. So looking back, you know, how would you kind of uh, evaluate you guys here? Um, we had a pretty good year overall, but it definitely could have been better. There's definitely games we shouldn't have lost, or at least not that bad. But I think what the big thing was, a lot of guys got better as the season went on, especially with football, because most of the team played football. And um, it was tough for them to bounce right into baseball with like zero time to get back and do it. So it took us a while to get back in the swing of things. But once we did, it really started to click. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. Just as far as that, I, I, I actually forgot about that. So the ba football season basically went right up until like April. And then you guys yeah, had tryouts after that. And some of your best players were football players, yep. right? Yeah, exactly. That so, was really tough. So they didn't have a chance to really build up their, their throwing progression. No, they kind of just jumped into it. Wow. Especially like Cheshire. He didn't really get a chance to throw much bullpens. Yeah. Or like Millwater too, Messina. They all just kind of hopped in. You know, They didn't really have a chance to work on any baseball. Mm -hmm. And one of the kids that really impressed me was Jack Turner. He won 10 games, which is pretty incredible in a short season. But, um, you know, he was he was probably your, your number one pitcher last year. What did you like from him? He was fun to catch. He was easy. And, um, he had a really good fastball. His slider was Top gross. arm slot, right? Yeah, exactly, from that three-quarter slot. Mm -hmm. He had a good tempo, and um, he was just kind of goofy, so it was fun, too. I, I really liked catching him. But yeah. his slider was just unhittable. Mm -hmm. He was, you know, he would attack hitters. It was easy to catch him. He made it my job easy. Yeah, you guys had a really solid team last year. It was, you know, it, it took facing a good team like East Isop, I think, to keep you guys from, from repeating. Looking back on that semifinals, um, you know, what, what were your biggest takeaways from that? Do you guys feel like you played your best ball? We played a pretty good game. It came down to one pitch, one mistake pitch, and the kid hit it, or Ryan Fremy, he hit one home run. And that was what won them the game. But I think we should have been able to win that game if we just hit more. But we faced John Rizzo that game, so he's always tough to hit, too. Yeah, he had probably top three, I would say, seasons on Long Island just as far as the overall body of work. Um, you know, lights out from, from day one. So that's kind of what it takes to, yeah, to, to stop a team like you guys. It was going to take a, a, one, a premier pitcher like that. Um, but turning back the clock to 2019, you guys won the first Long Island championship in program history. Just an incredible run. You lost your first playoff game <laughs> and then ran the table with, what, seven straight wins, something like that? Something so like that, yeah. Now it's been over two years since then. I mean, what, what were some of your best memories from that year? That was definitely one of like the, or one of the years that I've had the most fun ever playing baseball. That team was really fun. It was special. Um, we started out the season all right. I think we had the first scrimmage we lost. 
Mm-hmm. And then the first game of the year, we tied against Hop Hog, too. And um, that's who we ended up playing the first game of playoffs. Oh, yeah, was that that game? <laughs> yeah, we lost. And then we ended up winning it. But, yeah, we started a rivalry with them that game. We had a guy, Johnny Gaconia. Mm-hmm. Um, he was one of those guys, you love him if you're on your team, but you absolutely hate him if you're on the other <laughs> team. Always starting stuff with other teams, you know, just to get them all pissed off. Mm-hmm. And it was effective because it, it made the game fun. It would get under this. But it, exactly. <laughs> he was really good at that. And he, but he put a target on his back, so we kind of roasted the occasion. He mm-hmm. was a great teammate, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, that Long Island Championship game, of course, is the stuff of legend. You know, Brock throwing the no-hitter. Yeah. I mean, it getting reposted millions of times on, <laughs> on the Internet. I mean, do you guys just sometimes look back on that and just say, like, this, re- this really happened. Like, this was us. You guys yeah, were I, I, it, Internet celebrities for the, for the week. <laughs> yeah, it popped up on my phone the other day, and I was looking back, and I just kind of, like, was like, wow, that really did happen. Yeah. It was a pretty incredible game. Yeah, and to beat a team like Clark, who, you know, they've returned the same team basically the next year. That was the number one seed in the playoffs. And just two two behemoths going at each other. It was just a great <laughs> baseball game all around. And, of course, I know Clark likes to say that they, uh, you know, if it was at a smaller field, they would have had a couple <laughs> home runs. But that's that's baseball, baseball you know. Exactly. that's you gotta, you got to, you know, roll with the punches. So, um so you hit three home runs this last year, had a solid year. We put you on the all-access uh, all team, which goes to the top players on Long Island. From a personal standpoint, what do you want to work on this offseason um, heading into 2022? Uh, my catching, I felt, was pretty solid last year. I definitely want to get better offensively because I hit pretty well, but I'm def- like, I definitely have more in the tank. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to work on right now effortless lift, and especially with just getting bigger and stronger, the ball is just going to carry more. Mm-hmm. And I think I can have a monster year this year. I just got to put the work in for it. Mm-hmm. And now, like we mentioned, baseball, you got all different types of fields. You guys are kind of on the other end of that. Your left field is conducive to, you know, some extra base hits, we'll <laughs> say, from the right-handed batters. Um, how does that impact your guys' games, do you feel like? Does the pitching staff, as a catcher, you, you know, you're in control of this. Do you try to tinker, you know, how you're approaching hitters, especially if you have maybe a power right-handed bat at the dish? Yeah, especially at our field, it's tough to pitch a big righty inside because mm-hmm. if he lifts one up in the air, there's a good chance it's going to go out, especially if the wind's blowing out too. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, if it's a pretty like solid righty hitter and it's a guy that doesn't throw that hard, I'll try to sit away. But if we have a guy who's competitive on the mound, he's got multiple pitches and he can throw pretty hard, then we'll, we'll still attack him. We're not afraid. Mm-hmm. You know, we, People are going to let up home runs. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, from my standpoint, you're probably the top – defensive catcher on Long Island and that's something that's a testament to your work so you. when, when would you say you saw that big the biggest jump in in terms of the results on the field or was it just kind of gradual improvement each year I feel like definitely um say ninth grade to 10th grade year mm-hmm. especially with the weight room that helped so much because the skill was getting better but then just extra strength really pushed it over the edge and that's what helped me make a big jump what are some things that you you did to try to improve your your arm behind the dish um, just lifting and long tossing, but now I don't really long toss anymore. Um, I just try and go 150 feet and throw it as hard as I can, just to work on pull downs because I don't really need to throw farther than that mm-hmm. as a catcher. And I think last year I saw you went to seven tool, right? Yes. Was that something that you felt like was was a, a positive for you? Yes, definitely. I like seven tool. We get a lot of reps in, and it's a competitive environment. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of good guys there, so it makes it fun, and you you know you're there to work hard, but you're also getting better and competing. Yeah, it's a good atmosphere for sure, especially when they have, you know, the, the measurement days where you kind of see how you stack up against everybody else. So, yeah, exactly. As I mentioned in the beginning, you committed to Army, and I know you did a piece on, on our website when it happened, but for those that might have missed it, can you just talk a little bit about 
that recruiting process and why you chose uh, Army? Yeah, sure. It started my sophomore year in December. My dad texted me in school. He was like, I was done with camps for the year. I was starting to shut down. And he was like, do you want to do this camp at Army this weekend? And I was like, eh, I don't really think I'm ready like to go to a showcase. You know, I haven't been throwing in like a couple weeks. But um, he convinced me to go. And I didn't really know what West Point was at the time. Like, I, I heard of it, but I didn't know much about it. And um, once I like, he started to explain to me what it was, and my coach did, and then I was kind of like in shock and like, oh my god, I need to go see this place. Mm -hmm. And then once I got to check it out, it was just incredible, and I just fell in love with it right then and there. Yeah, I had the opportunity to go there a few years ago to watch Hofstra's game, and you know, you just feel like you're, you're in a baseball cathedral. There's just so much history there, and to say that that you get to call that home for the next four years, that's yeah, got to be a pretty was, surreal thing. It was awesome, especially when I went up the second time, because the first time I went up. Um, it got dark quick and we didn't get the tour. Mm -hmm. But when I went on my visit there, that was just incredible. That's what really sealed the deal for me. I knew I wanted to go there right then and there. What is the process like as far as getting into the school? Because it's not as simple as, you know, if you're a D3 player and just saying, calling up the coach and saying, yeah, I think I want to come here and you get, <laughs> you know, put on the roster or something. Oh, uh, yeah. The application process, it can be overwhelming. It's a pain in the butt. Um, but overall, it wasn't terrible. I remember when I first opened it, I was like, holy crap, this is a <laughs> lot. Like, how am I going to do all this? But mm -hmm. it ended up being not that bad, especially if you just stay on top of it and just get things done when they need to be. But it was definitely a lot, you know, because I, um, I had to write a lot of essays, get a letter uh, from my teachers early, um, take a fitness test, um, a lot of medical exams and filling out medical um, forms. Mm -hmm. And um, most recently, um, I had to do a, a congressional nomination interview. Really? Yeah. Was that overwhelming? I was nervous, but... Yeah. Um, it kind of panned out well because my interviewer, he was a catcher at Merchant Marine Academy, and he's a umpire for Nassau Baseball, and he still plays baseball, so we kind of bonded over that. Mm -hmm. And was it a situation where once you knew that you could get in there that it was an easy decision, or were you still kind of weighing, all right, do I really want to go all in on, you know, on ser ser you know, serv serving the country? I knew I wanted to serve. Um, once I visited, I was like, yeah, this, this is what I want to do. Like, it felt like... I was born to do this, mm -hmm. but um, the application, like the coach kind of told me, he's like, you know, we're going to help you as much as we can through this. Mm -hmm. So it was like a pretty good chance, you know. Now, as far as the guys that have committed to Army since then, did you have any any say in that or just as far as like uh, helping them out, maybe giving them advice and whatnot? Um, yeah, we have like a group chat. So we're like if someone has a question, you know, and um, we know the answer, we're, we're glad to help. Especially now that we've done it, we'll be glad to help the younger guys, too, who are going through. Because I got help from upperclassmen, too, who are there now. Yeah, like I just saw Mel Robbie Mello uh, committed last week, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's next in the, uh, the line <laughs> of Lumberjack players to go yeah. there. So, speaking of that, uh, I know you've been in the program for about three years now, four seasons, three years. Um, can you tell the audience a little bit about what it's like, uh, you know, be East Coast Lumberjack? It's tough. It's not easy, especially because of the schedule. It's just the traveling, but I like that because it prepares you for college baseball. Because mm -hmm. then you're used to spending a lot, like a lot of time on the road, yeah. being away from family, being uncomfortable, and it like it's not about like getting seen by the southern schools because most of our players are all northeast ball players. Mm -hmm. But it just shows the college coaches they know we can we played against really good competition, and that we've done similar to like or at least close you can be to a college schedule with all the traveling. Mm -hmm. So we're ready for it when we get there. It's not a shock. What's been the best trip that you've been on? The best trip I would say was Florida this summer. That was that was a really fun. We lost the first game of the tournament, and then I think we won ten consecutive to win the whole thing. Ten. Well, the championship <laughs> game um, got well. It started thundering and lightning, 
and the other team uh, pulled a card that they had to catch flights <laughs> so they couldn't finish the game because they, they had no pitching left. They knew we were going to win. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like the third inning. It was 0-0. Zero, zero, but we, we all knew who was going to win that game, mm-hmm. and they pulled it, you know, so they could be co-champs. <laughs> we were so mad about that. Ten wins, though, in, in a week. I mean, how did you guys have enough pitching? <laughs> I don't even know. Um, <laughs> a lot of guys really stepped up. That's really pr- pretty much what it came down to. We did used you everybody. To, did you get on the bump? I did not <laughs> have to. <laughs> we Who? had a lot of guys step up and save, like throw a complete game and save arms. Yeah. Who were the big contributors for you guys this summer? This summer, we had a lot of contributors. Um, Pitching-wise, I would say Connor McCreary, he really stepped up this summer. Who's going to South Carolina, right? Yes, he mm-hmm. got – he was night and day compared to last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Jude Abadesa is another one. Michael Lombardi. Uh, he didn't really pitch that much, but he was a, a really good shortstop. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy, Michael McKinney, he was uh, really helpful too. Um, Matt Martinez, another catcher, he was really good. He hit really good this summer. So it was a group. It was a team effort then. Yeah, I guess it really to win was. that amount of games. So many guys. Yeah. You really have to have a group, uh, team effort. Yeah, if you're we, had, we had a really big team effort this summer. For sure. Um, who do you take uh, hitting lessons with? Uh, right now, I've been hitting a lot with um, Brendan Strovink and his brother and his dad. Mm-hmm. They've been really helpful, and I also hit with Justin Echeverria, too. Very cool. Um, who are your favorite players in Major League Baseball? Ooh. I would say, catching-wise, I like Salvador Perez. Okay. We're probably hitting, too. 48 yeah. home runs yeah. this year. <laughs> um, when you were younger, did you have any uh, any non non catchers that you that you looked up to i mean i was a yankee fan so Derek cheater i would say yeah i would say since i've been doing this probably about 95 percent of people say Derek cheater is their <laughs> favorite player and more more recently i would say probably trout maybe fernando tatis but for yeah. an entire generation it, jeter was the guy yes he um was. uh any superstitions on game day um i would say it just depends on the songs i gotta listen to whatever mm-hmm. i'm feeling at the time i gotta listen to it on the bus or in the locker room before the game. So you don't have to right. switch it up then? No, i, I got to listen to the same songs. Yeah, baseball players are very much creatures <laughs> of habit, especially left-handed pitchers like me. <laughs> Catchers, not really, because you got to be able to yeah, roll yeah. with the punches at all times. Yep. And on that note, how much work goes into developing rapport with the pitching staff? You know, on a summer team, if you have 15 pitchers, it's very hard to do that. But during a high school season, you might have, you know, five guys that are – you know, relied yeah. upon that are doing most of the innings. So how difficult is that to learn basically ev- everything about your pitcher? Um, well, if it starts like it normally does in like January or February, it's not that bad because mm-hmm. then you're starting to like get a feel for them. And I feel like definitely as you like make a personal relationship with them, that makes it so much easier too. Especially like if you're just close with the person or like you know them. Mm-hmm. It makes it a lot easier. So this year was tough then. When you have guys coming from the football field, April. Yeah, exactly. April comes around, and all of a sudden you have to get ready for an opening day start. So yeah, that Cheshire. He didn't even have a curveball until like <laughs> his third or fourth start. That's incredible. And he was able to win <laughs> win with it, too. Yeah. Um, who were some hitters in the conference that impressed you uh, this past year? Mm, I would say Dominic Carbone. He was good. He was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody Miller. Sean Hamilton. So you got to see them all this year. <laughs> That's crazy. They have like such a young core that they're all back for they the do. next they're year. They're really so. good. All the Rocky Point guys are good. Yeah, you know, they have great be, coaching. Yeah, Angelo knows his stuff. That's going to be a good, a good matchup this year. Are you guys opening up against them? I think we play Mount Sinai. Oh, okay. Who won the Long Island Championship? Yeah, so, so. I mean, same kind of same situation with them. A lot yeah. of their best players were all 22s and 23s. So yeah. it'll be a good. It's going to be a good conference this year. I think it it's going to be. be a lot of fun. Um, favorite type of meal pregame? Ooh, 
I'd say just like a protein bar, something light. Keep it simple. How about favorite place to get a slice of pizza? Uh, pizzeria in Bayport. Okay. Uh, favorite show on Netflix? Oof. Or who? I have to say, um, Meat Eater. <laughs> What's that about? It's this guy who goes hunting and he kind of vlogs it and um, he tries all these different meats. Okay. Well, I don't know anything about that. I'll take your word for it. Um, let's see. Last thing. This was a question we used a lot last year, but I'll bring it back. If there's one teammate that you could be quarantined with, if you had to be, who could who would it be? Oh, from high school or just like in general? In general. Um, hmm. I would have to say, from someone from our lumberjacks team, probably either um, Michael Lombardi or Matt Carrera. Who could you absolutely not be with? Liam Bowes. <laughs> That's probably an easier one. <laughs> you spit it right out. Awesome. So, Jack, very thank you very much for your time. Thank Best you of luck during me. the 22 season. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Access Baseball Podcast. Thank you to the Showtime Athletics for hosting us and Vitality Center for sponsoring this series. See you next week.